shalom, guys. I have not made a podcast in a grip. And that's because God told me to shut up for a little. And you know what? So I shut up. But I'm back. God gave me something to, to talk to you guys about, you know. Um, and it's about growth, guys. I know one of the things about growth is that it's scary. Growth is scary. Nobody wants to change. No one wants to evolve. No one wants to get better. But what God has been ministering to my heart is to grow. You have to shed some stuff. You have to leave space for some stuff to grow. You know what I mean? Stuff to grow. So one of the things is you have to shed friends, man. I know this is mad hard for, for people because, you know, your friends are your life. You do stuff with your friends. You go out with your friends. So if you truly want to pursue the Lord, you really want to get deeper in the Lord, you have to stop hanging out with friends that aren't on that same path. And that gets hard, bro. I'm going to be honest. That is very hard to do. You have to leave behind friendships. You have to leave behind bonds. You know what I mean? Even girlfriends, boyfriends. Because you realize that anything that is not from the Lord, anything that is not from God, it's going to get in the way of your walk with God. And that's a fact. So one thing, like, it's all about the frequency. You know what I mean? If you have that frequency, if you have the drive in you to always try to be the best you can be, you want to be a better person for, you know, your family, for yourself, for um, your future family, for your future kids, for your future wife, for your future husband, whatever it may be, you realize that it's it's not it's not like you actually have to do stuff. It's not just saying it. You actually have to have the actions that will make it that way. Because every day, if you make a little change here and there, every day you make a little change to get better, to improve yourself, to seek the things of God and not the things of the world. Over over time, you make a big difference in your life and how you act and how you how you you know how you live your life so if you just live every day the same then you're never going to be able to change and if you surround yourself with people that don't have this drive of wanting to get better if you surround yourself with people you know that are stuck they're doing constant circles doing the same thing every single day not really ever improving their lives you're going to get sucked into that circle too there's no way you don't there's a wise man once said tell me who your friends are and i'll tell you who you are because who you surround yourself with is who you become and ultimately who you are. So it's important that, you know, people that are low frequencies, low frequency people, they're always, you know, in low vibrations. They're not always happy. They're not always, they're always complaining about something. They always got something to say that's wrong. They always, you know, saying, hey, like, he didn't do this, he didn't do this. But they never realize that sometimes it's themselves and they need to change their mindset. Don't surround yourself with people like this because they're going to drag you down with them. Instead, surround yourself with people that are striving, people that are encouraged to be better and do better. Because ultimately, we all have a form of godliness. You know, and the condemnation is having this form of godliness. We have denied it because we, we, we refuse to get better. And that, that's what God tells us. Jesus is the path. Of course, Jesus is the way. But if you think about it, you dissect what Jesus did on this earth. He showed people that you can be better. You can do better. And of course, people will be like, yeah, you can conquer everything through Christ that makes you strong. That is true because he already defeated. He already beat everything of the world. So by invoking his presence, invoking his name, we declare authority in the spiritual realm that we can't overcome it. And even over ourselves, because we know that he overcame. So knowing his story, like you read the Bible, man, you read about Jesus and the pages come to life. You feel his presence with you. You know why? Because it says he died, but he rose on the third day. So his presence is with you when you're reading his scripture when you're reading the book when you're reading jesus words you know the red letters you can feel his presence it perspires through the pages and it's it's something i've never seen before in a book you feel like he's sitting down next to you and you can understand things from his his point of view so when you fill yourself up with his word with him you realize that there is no trouble there's no difficulty that you can't overcome there's no lust there's no you know addiction you can't overcome because jesus already beat all of that and he beat it for you so that in him you can have the victory so I know it's hard sometimes. You gotta leave behind friends. You gotta leave behind 
maybe even family members, even a relationship. But if they're holding you back, you owe it to yourself, to be honest. You owe it to your future family. You owe it to your future partner because you know you can be better. You know you can be better. People know they can be better, but they refuse to be better. Why? I don't know, man. Maybe it's fear. You know what I mean? But if you have fear, you're never going to try new things. If you have fear, you're never going to go out of your way to be a better person. And that's a dangerous place to live. One day you're going to regret it. Now, I read this quote once, and it said, um, one of the biggest fears of life, one of the greatest tragedies of life is when you die, your eye flashes before your eyes. And then what you could have become is reflected to you of what you are. So think about that. What if that's hell? Everything you could have become, you see it, but you never became it. So you can't live it. You can't live it in your afterlife. Because, you know, energy... It doesn't, it doesn't die, it just changes form. So after you die, your energy stays around. And I, I don't understand fully heaven and hell because, you know, there is words in the Bible that describe it, but I'm not going to pretend like, you know, I've been there to describe exactly how it is. And, you know, if it's a physical realm, if it's not a physical realm, if it's a spiritual realm, I don't know. If it's an energy realm, you know, because we're all made of energy. You know, we all have frequencies. So maybe it's just not being at the highest frequency. You can't fully enjoy the afterlife. I don't know. I'm not... You know, I'm not a scientist. This isn't an exact science anyways, but so it's just that's the fact of the matter. You know, I'm driving right now, guys, but that's just the fact of the matter that if you never try to be your best, you'll never be able to manifest the best things in your life. And I don't I really like if someone if one of you guys know why people are like this and and want to share with me, please do. I just sometimes it perplexes me. Like, why wouldn't people strive to be better? Like, why don't they have that drive inside of them? You know, like, even if it doesn't happen overnight, nothing happens overnight, to be honest. I didn't change all overnight, but I went and changed little things here. I was like, hey, maybe if I stop smoking, okay, I stopped smoking. And like, hey, if I stop, if I stop drooling, you know, that this clearly isn't bad. It's a toxin for me, no matter how you want to put it. So is weed. Don't, don't try to say, oh, weed isn't, isn't bad for you. You know, it's natural. No, stop. Come on. You tell me you can't be sober for why? For what reason? You know, you need to be in your natural state so you can grow in your natural state, not in a high state. And, you know, when you're high, you're lazy. You don't really want to change stuff. You just want to sit around and eat. Like, I get it. You can do that. But you ain't really at that high of a frequency if you have to do that. You know what I mean? Like, bro, I'm happy every single day. And then people ask me at work, they're like, how, how are you always happy? And I tell you, man, it's like, when you know who you are in Christ, you know everything he's done for you. You know how he died for you. You know who you are in him. There's no reason to be sad because we already have the victory in Jesus. You know what I mean? And when you have that perspective of life that, hey, like, I'm loved by the Father. I'm perfectly created. I am sharply, keenly created, whatever it, whatever it says in the Bible. I'm not sure. But once you realize everything that God says about you and not the things that the world say about you, it puts you on a different plane. It puts you on a different level. And when the people, you know, that don't have this inside of them see that, they, they don't understand it. But it's because it's, it's God's word that sustains us. You know what I mean? People, people just really need to get in their word and fill themselves up with it. Fill yourself up with the word and the things of this world will not trust you. Do not store up treasures on this earth, but stir up treasures in heaven where moth and rust does not destroy them. And once you, stir up tre- you store up treasures in heaven, you, your mindset becomes on things of the God. And when your mindset becomes on things of God, things of man does not bother you. You get what I'm saying here? You're picking up what I'm putting down. That the, the, the pleasures, the stuff of this earth, you know, the, the desires of this earth, they will literally, they will consume your time. They won't lead you to God. They won't lead you to happiness ever. I promise you that. I promise you that. Happiness is literally a mindset, okay? And the mindset is putting your, your mind in God. Once you put your mind in God and desires of God in alignment to his will, because if you align yourself to your will, bro, to his will, there's nothing you'll do wrong. You'll, if you step out of his will, you'll feel it. You know, 
he'll tell you. He'll be like, yo, like, this doesn't feel right. Because if you're filled with the word, you'll know his will. And that's a fact. So if you know his will, everything will work out perfectly for those that love him. So just walk according to his will. He's going to put you in a season of waiting. Of course, a season of growth. There's seasons for everything. Every, there's a purpose for every season, though. And season of growth, the season of, you know, of, of realizing that sometimes you have to be alone. And then once you realize that when you're alone, it's just you and Jesus Christ and, and you're happy just with you two, oh, God will put you on to bigger things. That's when he starts to move in your life. That's when he starts to work in your life, start putting you in positions of helping others, of, of you know, of growth. But until then, just, just accept the season you're in and just grow in it. Just be happy in that season. And that's, how, that's the secret of getting to the next season is being happy in whatever season God puts you in. And being able to say, hey, like, I conquered that season. You know, I mean, that season was mine. I made that season my B word because you really owned it. You, you know, you've took full possession of it and you made the best out of it. And when God starts seeing that out of you, he'll realize you're next for the he's you're ready for the next season of your life. And that's how God works, because God wants us to grow in every season of life. There's a purpose. There isn't a single signal. There isn't a single season that doesn't serve a purpose for us, even if it seems like it's hard. You know, you're lonely, you know, you have to make new friends, you have to let new people in. There's a reason for everything. And I promise you, once you find out that reason, you're going to be at such a peace that you're going to be so glad that you found Christ. So that's what happened with me. At first, it was really hard, you know, coming to Christ because, you know, I was a drug dealer. I was used to having a lot of money. I could do whatever I want. I'd go out to eat whenever I want. I'd be clothes shopping, spending thousands of dollars on clothes, you know what I mean? But then after a while of doing this, I had everything I want. I had a nice car. I had girls. You know, I, I had sex whenever I wanted it. But I just came to realize that literally this stuff means nothing, bro. Like, it means nothing. It's all vanity. It's literally all vanity. It's going to make me happy for a little, and then I'm going to go home. And when I go to sleep, I'm going to be thinking about, like, bro, like, is this really life? This is all it is, just, just these pleasures, these temporary pleasures. Why? I want something permanent. You know what I mean? You got to take your mind out of the temporary and put it in the permanent. Because once you put it in the permanent, you change your perspective about life. You change your perspective of how to do things. And, you know, if anybody has any questions, if anybody needs any help, I am here for you guys. Like, I love helping people. I'm all, I'm all ears. I'm all eyes. You know what I mean? Like, if you have difficult situations you're in and you want to run it through me, you want some advice, please let me know. I consider myself wise, you know. I've been through a lot of different walks in life, and I'm not trying to say I'm proud or anything. I'm not trying to say that I'm smart or anything because I'm really not but I have been through a lot so like I kind of I understand most things like I you know what I mean like a lot of things like I've been through a lot and if you want to talk about that we can talk about that of course but I'm just I just want you guys to grow man because I want this fire to burn over you guys and I do prophesize over this generation over this time right now that it is a season of growth over this city over this nation it is a season of alignment to God's will and everybody that you know that isn't finding their happiness in God, a day is coming when they won't find their happiness in anything else. In Jesus' name, I prophesize this over the nation, that, that everybody that is not in the word, that is not in God, they're going to be miserable. And that day is coming, I promise you that. I feel it in my spirit. I am convicted in my spirit of, of telling you guys that, that if you're not getting your happiness from God, a day is coming when you will not be happy at all. Guys, thank you for listening. You know, it may seem a little heavy. You're not going to get any happiness. You know, that's not what I'm trying to say. But, you know, if you get in the word of God, you realize that a time is coming when when the only happiness and joy is going to be in God. Because, you know, they're gonna, people are going to be hungry for the word of God. They're not going to they're going to look for the word of God. But there's going to be a drought. There's going to be a dryness of it because, you know, I don't know what's going to go on in the earth. Maybe, you know, we'll lose technology. Maybe, you know, 
stuff like that, the nuclear shutdown, who knows, man, only God knows. I'm not saying, you know, anything's going to happen anytime soon, but I do feel that something is coming big, so just prepare yourself, guys, and the peace of our Lord be with you, in Jesus' name, thank you for listening. Have a great afternoon, night, day, morning, evening. Whenever you listen to this, please listen to this. If you liked it, you know, share it with your friends. Manny Theories, SoundCloud, you know what I mean? Maybe on Apple Music. I'm not sure. But thank you for listening.